This is the Times afternoon briefing on Thursday the 27th of April. The Foreign Secretary James Cleverley has told Times Radio British nationals wanting to get out of Sudan should move to the airstrip now before a ceasefire ends tonight. More than 530 UK nationals have been airlifted to safety from Khartoum. At the start of the violence, there were more than 4,000 British citizens in Sudan. It's not clear how many of them are still seeking evacuation. Mr Cleverley's also defended the pace of the UK's response. We have been working very, very closely with our international partners throughout this and uh, we have put forward a, a, a complicated and difficult operation to give an air evacuation through uh, Wadi Sidna, the planning of which was very, very uh, intensive uh, and we have now seen significant numbers of British nationals uh, evacuated through that route and as I say there is capacity and we are calling people to come forward now. Carl Schembri is from the Norwegian Refugee Council and says the situation in the capital is utter chaos. My colleagues themselves have been holed up for, for days, uh, running out of supplies over the last week, uh, 12 days really, and uh, a lot of people who are caught in Khartoum in the capital have been try- desperately trying to flee. The fighting has continued even during the ceasefire. Gamblers will face checks on their financial background if they lose £125 a day under the biggest overhaul of gambling laws for a generation. Today, the government's publishing a long-awaited white paper that includes plans for a levy on gambling companies, maximum stakes for online slot machines and affordability checks to stop problem gamblers. Writing for The Times, Lucy Fraser, the Culture Secretary, says gambling apps have become a trapdoor to despair and isolation for some. Ministers will also consult on introducing checks. Lord Foster is chair of Peers for Gambling Reform. We've waited far too long for the government's proposals, during which sadly many hundreds of people have committed suicide and thousands of lives have been ruined because of gambling problems. But my biggest worry is that it seems there's to be yet more delay with further consultation. Former Tory leader Sir Ian Duncan Smith says the expected attendance of China's vice president at the king's coronation is outrageous. Hang Zheng, who was recently appointed as President Xi Jinping's deputy, is set to represent China. Sir Ian, a long-standing China critic, explains why this is not acceptable. What's happened in Hong Kong is that we were the people that were running it. We were party to the Sino-British Agreement. Now they've trashed that. They're now locking up peaceful democracy campaigners. This man was guilty and right part of it. America has sanctioned 10 people in Hong Kong who are guilty of that uh, persecution. We have sanctioned absolutely nobody. Teachers in England are back on picket lines today as they stage a fresh strike in a long-running dispute over pay. Tens of thousands of members of the National Education Union walked out of schools and sixth-form colleges across England with another strike planned on Tuesday. Neve Sweeney's the union's Deputy General Secretary and told Times Radio the government's current offer doesn't do enough to solve staffing issues. We have the largest class sizes uh, in Europe in secondary schools since records began. Teacher vacancies are up 93% on pre-pandemic figures and the recruitment and retention, uh, recruitment of new graduates into the profession is also down this year. So if the government is saying that that is enough, that's all teachers are worth, it is going to have a serious and even bigger crisis in education 
and train drivers will stage three fresh strikes in a long-running row over pay, including on FA Cup final day. Members of ASLEF will walk out on May the 12th and the 31st and when Wembley hosts Manchester City and Manchester United on June the 3rd. And you can hear more on all these stories throughout the day on Times Radio.